Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get more spontaneous messages, weekly devotion, and much more. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. On today's podcast, we have Q&A of Understanding the Trinity. I have a great mentor of mine to join me today and answer some of the questions. Today, Pastor Ron Bruner, I just want to welcome you to Wow God Podcast. Pastor Ron, would you share a little bit about yourself? Yes, I mean, let me say, James, it's great to be on this podcast with you today. It's, a, it's an honor of mine. Well, after being youth pastor and assistant pastor in my home church, I became pastor of Hammond Assembly of God in March of 1980, and Barbara and I pastored there until March of 86 for five years. And then we became pastors here in Kingfisher in March of 1986, and now we've been here for 33 years. So we've been pastoring for 38 years, and I still love it. Wow. It's exciting. About 30 years ago, a little over 30 years ago, that's when I... uh, Ask the Lord to send somebody my direction and be a mentor into my life. And God answered that prayer request fast, and uh, it was amazing how God put us together. And I'm excited uh, 30 years later to be able to do this podcast with you and do the Q&As of understanding the Trinity. And I know that God is about to do something and about to release something upon this network today. Yes, and I, and I love that question, James, that we got. Uh, you know, what's each part of the Trinity? Well, the Trinity is three distinct persons, and uh, James, we can see all three of them clearly. A uh, place I like to start at is at the baptism of Jesus, Matthew four sixteen and 17. So I just want to read those two verses. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, it says, And the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him, and a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So here we see Jesus being baptized, and we see God the Father speaking from heaven, and we see the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove lighting on Jesus. So clearly we see three distinct persons which make up the Trinity. And our question was, what are the jobs of each part of the Trinity? Answering that question will allow us to see more clearly the importance of the Trinity. So we're going to see that one of the best ways to understand the Trinity is by thinking of it as a family, the family of God. So let's start out with God the Father. Calling God our Father is the right title because Jesus teaches us this truth in Matthew chapter 6. In one of the most famous passages of Scripture, the Lord's Prayer, Jesus teaches us to pray, Our Father which art in heaven. And we see God is our Father. So we see that family connection there. Jesus is calling God his Father. So God is is also seen as the master planner in planning the redemption of all mankind. We're asking that question, the different parts that the Trinity plays. And God is the master planner. In Revelation 13a, I know it's the last book of the Bible, but we can find out something about God's plan there. And in Revelation 13a, 
it says that the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Now, the Lamb in the passage is Jesus, but what we see here, James, is very important that from the very first, from the beginning, from God planning the world, that God had a plan, and Jesus was a part of that plan, and the plan was for Jesus to bring our salvation. So God is the master planner, but now Jesus has his part in the plan as we're explaining the different uh, personalities of the Trinity and what their part is. So Jesus came to earth to carry out the first part of the plan, and then he says this in Luke, 1910 he says for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost so we know that jesus came to earth and he came seeking those of us who were lost as sinners and then in matthew chapter 20 verse 28 it says even as the son of man came not to be ministered unto but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many so jesus came to earth on a mission given to him by his father to seek and to save the lost, and to die on the cross for our sins. And then in John 6, 38, we see again, Jesus says, For I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. So the Father sent his Son, Jesus, down to earth for us, so that we could receive salvation, and Jesus would die on the cross for our salvation. Jesus calls uh, his Father, in John 5, 17, Jesus speaks of his Father. He says, But Jesus answered them, My Father works like this, and I work the way my Father works. So we see that family relationship here in the relationship between Jesus and God the Father, and that's the relationship in the Trinity. So Jesus also, though, came down, James, to show us how to live our lives for God. We see here the work of the Holy Spirit also coming into view because Jesus lived his life led by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible says, Then Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And this is a very important for us to understand that this is at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry. And so the message to us here is that we are to live our life as Christians led by the Holy Spirit because that's the way Jesus lived his life. And we see that relationship between Jesus and the Holy Spirit. This is the Trinity working together. And so in John 16, 13, Jesus also says this. He says, Howbeit when the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So Jesus tells us here that the Holy Spirit is going to be our guide, that he is going to guide us. And so this is one of the works of the Holy Spirit. And But the Holy Spirit also does something else for us, James. The Holy Spirit brings comfort to us because in John 14, 26, Jesus said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to remembrance whatsoever I said unto you. And so it's very comforting when we're led by the Spirit and we're going through a dark valley to have the Holy Spirit speak to us a word of encouragement or give us a word of wisdom to solve a problem. So the Holy Spirit is here to enable us 
to walk through life and live our life the way Jesus would have us to live it, our lives. And then the Holy Spirit is here also to enable us to finish the mission that Jesus started. And then Jesus left the mission to us to preach the gospel to all the world. So here's the mission. And sometimes, as you know, James, we call it the Great Commission. Jesus said, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, he said, Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Then Jesus, after he tells us what the mission is, he tells us what the Holy Spirit is going to do. The Holy Spirit is going to enable us to complete the mission. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus says, You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria unto the uttermost part of the earth. So Jesus says the Holy Spirit is going to empower you to carry out the mission of preaching the gospel to all the world. So we see the different relationships between God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. That is great, Pastor Ron. How does that apply to us? Well, that's an important question too, James, I believe. It's important for us to see God as our Father. Now, I know also, James, that not everyone's had a loving relationship with their earthly father, and I'm sorry that some people have not had that experience. But your heavenly father will always treat you great, so give him a try. Because seeing God as our heavenly father, when we have experienced a loving relationship with our earthly father, very much helps us understand how much God loves us, that God will provide for us like our earthly father provided for us when we was under his care. Like my dad would do anything in his power to help me. And so will our heavenly father. And my dad would protect me and go to bat for me. And that's what our heavenly father will do for us. When we see Jesus as the son of God, that's a family connection. The father and the son. And the trinity works as a family. When we become a Christian, we become actually a part of the family of God, James. First John, or I'm sorry, John chapter 1 verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And Galatians also tells us that we're the sons of God. In Galatians 4, 6 it says, And because you are the sons of God, God has sent forth his spirit into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So we're talking about seeing the Trinity as one family. And we as Christians are a part of that family. And we're told that Jesus is even our elder brother. I really like that because, you know, an older brother can really take up for you. Yes. He can keep the bullies off your back. <laughs> so I like that. Romans eight twenty nine says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestine to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So the scripture is saying that Jesus is our elder brother. And the Bible teaches us, we know, that we're born into the family of God. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. So when you understand the Trinity, you better understand that you're a part of the family of God. 
You are family. And because you are family, yes, you have an inheritance. In this life, your inheritance is salvation and God's blessing on your life because as with all fathers, God your father enjoy blessing, enjoys blessing his children. Then you have an eternal inheritance. You have a home that you are going to inherit, and it's heaven. Heaven is going to be your inheritance because you are a child of God. So that question, how is the Trinity connected when we see that God is the Father and that God is working through his Son and that God is working through the Holy Spirit, working together to accomplish one mission? We see that they are a team, a family team. So think of the Trinity like this. God is the family name, just like Crawford is your family name, James. Yes. So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Jesus is called the Son of God, we know many times in Scripture. One of the places is in Matthew 16, 16, where it says, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then the Holy Spirit is also called the Spirit of God. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, it says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And so here and in many other places, the Holy Spirit's called the Spirit of God. So we can think of the Trinity like this, as one family, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they're all working together in harmony. Now, that's what all of our families should be. We can apply that to us. That's what every family should be. One family working in harmony to advance the kingdom of God. So we see harmony in the Trinity, which is God's family in heaven, and God desires that there be harmony in all of our families as well. And this allows us to see and understand the Trinity and how applying the truth of harmony applies to our families. So I hope we've helped the listeners today, James, better understand the Trinity. Wow, Pastor Ron, thank you so much for the Q&A and understanding the Trinity. Today I'm going to just going to ask you, Pastor Ron, would you pray over our listeners today? I'd be glad to. Jesus, we just ask in the name of your Father, that, Lord, that you would touch the hearts of the listeners out there today. And we pray that you'd send the Holy Spirit, Lord, to lead them and to guide them into all truth, Lord. The truths that we've taught today, Father, may they be enlightened by it, Lord. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that your blessings, God, would be upon them, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you would help them, Lord, to have harmony in their own families, Lord. Just like we've talked about, there is that perfect harmony in the Trinity. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ron. To connect with Pastor Ron or join him in his church services, click on the links in the description below. Thank you for listening, and we want you to be blessed.